Hello, and welcome to Bantering the Blue Shirts. Yes, you've come to the right place. I, Shana Goldman, have hijacked the show from Mike and Tom, but I am still joined by Mike and Tom. Tom, say hello. Hello, Shana. How are you doing today? I'm good. And Mike, how are you today? I'm feeling great. <laughs> great. All right, Tom, take over hosting. Well, thank you, uh, Shana, for the the lovely introduction. Uh, we're glad to have you bring some uh, class to the show. Um, you know, me and Mike just sort of, you know, we're 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 very interesting fellows, and uh, we're having someone who uh, raised quite a bit of money for for charity over the weekend. Um, I think that's yeah. actually the best place to to start this uh, Monday. Actually, no, it's not Monday. It's Tuesday uh, podcast. Oh, wow, shit, look at it's me. Tuesday. I should have let Shana continue this. I should um, know what days are. Yeah, I mean, in quarantine, you know, days really kind of all meld together. Um, so, Shana, tell us about your event uh, over the weekend. If people uh, are living under a rock, the Too Many Men podcast had a flip cup tournament, and I will stop talking about it and... Uh, all yours, Shana. <laughs> so over the weekend, uh, the Too Many Men podcast sponsored Claws for a Cause. It was a flip cup tournament that featured some of your favorites from hockey media. Sarah Sivian thought of it as a good way to raise COVID relief money. And Allison and I helped her put it all together. And it was a super fun thing that actually went like way smoother than we anticipated where we did a tournament style of 32 participants to play Flip Cup. And um, super surprising to see how many people don't know how to play Flip Cup, but, you know, it's still fun to make people drink for a good cause because we're all degenerates here and there is no, you know, there's no laws when you're drinking the claws and there's no laws in quarantine. So, yeah. And we raised a lot of money and we're donating it to Direct Relief and America's Food Fund. So during the, the tournament, um, what surprised you the most? I know that I had had Jillian going all the way to the final, so I was, I was heartbroken when she, she lost. But uh, what were your, your overall thoughts on the event? Um, I was super surprised that Jesse Pierce didn't win at all. I had her winning, and um, I, I thought Jillian would kick ass, and you know she definitely did. And a surprise, I think, was how many people didn't know how to play Flip Cup because not everyone's a bunch of degenerates like us. But the other part of it and um, was overall that like we stayed on time, like that was something we were worried about, like, oh, what's going to go wrong? Like what, you know, what can we do? But it, it definitely went a lot smoother than I thought. And, you know, we said exceeded our expectations with the donations and stuff. And it was just cool to see like how much people were interacting on the Twitch chat and everything about it. So it was super fun. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, um, I'm trying to think it was, um, He's one of the Canucks uh, reporters. He was doing like the full flip. What was it like, Dan Murphy? Dan or something? Murphy. Yeah, he he had the cups instead of like flipping from the bottom. He had the top down and fully flipped it. And he did that in round one, and he still kicked ass. Yeah, that was surprising. I was like, what is going on here? Is this like he's trying, you know, to, you know, like eliminate himself almost like, OK, I'm going to participate, but there's no way I'm going to advance. But it was it was interesting. Yeah, it definitely was to see like the different strategies and like, you know, some were standing, sitting, slippery tables or going outside to do it and then dealing with the elements like there were all different things to it, which I guess I never thought of. Like when we put this together, I like none of that crossed my mind. And also to see what everyone was drinking. Like, I remember someone early on, I think it was Brock McGillis, who had, like, shots. I was like, I would never, I could not, you know, fly through my drink that quickly if it was just liquor. 
if it's beer or whatever, it's like, sure. But anything else, I feel like I would be like squinting afterwards and like keeling over before moving on to flip. And it was also interesting, the people who were playing with just one cup, so they had to fill up and then drink, fill up and drink, fill up and drink. Um, so that was cer- certainly a challenge. I would think, you know, you'd make sure you have at least, you know, more than one cup, I understand. Yeah, yeah. it just, it was such a short time span. And I guess like not going to the food store every day like you normally would or not having the time to order. Like, mm-hmm. it's something like, you know, you assume you have around the house. Even like when I went to do I'm like, uh... I really don't have many cups. Like mine are slightly square. They're not what they should be. Um, so hopefully if we, if when we do this again, like we have more prep time so everyone can like have the supplies and be at the ready and hopefully have more time to practice too. So you definitely should do it again. Um, but for those who did not catch it live, is it archived on Twitch so that people can rewatch? Um, there's clips on our channel. It's twitch.tv slash too many men pod. And we're tweeting some of the clips out now. I don't think we have the entire thing archived. I know we have the mm-hmm. audio. I'm not sure if we have the video to it to double check, but I know that we do have highlights from it and our bracket was updated along the way. So you can see like who was eliminated when. Awesome stuff. Um, anything else you want to say about the event before we move uh, along in the show? Just keep drinking. I mean, it's quarantine. I hope everyone's like relaxing, drinking, enjoying claws, flipping cups at you know at, at your houses. Pass the time. So speaking of passing the time, providing me a perfect uh, transition, it seems that as the NHL's pause has gone on, every day, every week, we've had different proposals. Oh, we might do this. We might do that. And one of the most recent ones is... What about the NHL draft? And nothing's been confirmed yet, but the way the wind is blowing, it looks like the NHL wants to have a draft in June before the completion of the regular season. As such, they would revert to the old lottery format in which one team wins the lottery um, and there's a limit on the amount of spots you can move up. um, And they would be sorting by points percentage and that means that if the rangers were to quote unquote win the lottery um you know it would i believe it's they could only win number one they couldn't get anything else but if i I may be incorrect now i'm reading that but i it's been a while since they've done the, the this format um but the long story short is they want to have this draft They might not allow trades to happen because the regular season would still continue. Um, And if they follow the playoff format that's been going around, the Rangers would be excluded from that. So it's uh, a whole lot of nothing for the Rangers, which um, I would imagine neither of you are too happy about that. Meh. 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 I mean, I I don't know. It just, I don't, it's like less the formatting for me, but my bigger issue I would be like is, um, I I don't know how to speak. Hello. Wow. Okay. My bigger issue is the fact that they're going to do a draft at all before the season's completed. And I understand that there's uncertainty and they're hopeful that the season could resume, but I would just put this on pause as well. You know, if you're, you're not going to do free agency on July 1st, you're not going to do things like that. That's kind of like figure out what you're going to do over the next few weeks. And even if it means the draft is in, you know, 
say they go, okay, the season's not happening. The draft happens July 10th, and then free agency starts on the 15th, and it's something like that, like, so be it. You know, there's definitely ways to avoid doing it now. I know, like, it's something in a talkie content, and everyone can grasp onto it, and you don't want to, like, screw everything up too much. But it just feels like a decision that doesn't need to come yet if you're thinking that you could finish the season because so many trades happen at the draft and that's how teams can move players to clear cap. And obviously if the cap is going to be stagnant or not go up as much as people expected, or even, you know, if it could go down, I don't think that'd be the case. I think it would stay the same, but you know, in any of those cases, like you don't want it that a team now can't maneuver their way out when, which the draft provides you this good opportunity to do before free agency begins. And now you're taking that away from them in so many ways that it's kind of like, I don't, I see it as like a very short sighted idea to rush to do something when you can wait. And I get players want to have commitments to their junior teams and college teams, and they need to know what's going on so they can figure it out. And, you know, they don't need to find out what's going on in August, but I would just say like, wait like a couple minutes, get a little more situated before making a decision on it. What do you think, Mike? Well, there's so many asterisks here. It's like, what do we do with, you know, trades with conditional picks and like all these things involved, it just, it hurts my head. Like I have the same view on it that you do, Shana. I don't know why we're in such a rush to kind of build concrete plans here when we need the season over first. Like there's, there's a right way to do these things in a wrong way. Like if all the upcoming draft is, is a, you know, something that they slap together and do online and it, you know, inconveniences a bunch of players, guess what? Everyone's inconvenienced by what's going on. It's, it sucks. It just, it's just a big bag of shitty dicks everywhere you look. So I don't know why there's this press to get this sorted before we have everything solved with, you know, what do we do with conditional picks? Like the league, according to, to Elliot Friedman, you know, like the league would intervene and help to kind of resolve those things. It's like, God, good luck. <laughs> you know, like how, how on earth do you do that? It just, Oh, it makes my brain go hurdy. And there's so many things in my everyday life making my brain go hurdy. So, I don't have much more insight to offer than it's a bad idea. And it's not even because the Rangers get boned. Like, that's just, that is what it is. Like, to me, that's almost, it's irrelevant to the fact that this overall is a bad tack to take. Like, it doesn't, you're putting the, you know, the cart before the horse. I agree with you. I don't know why this is what the NHL seems kind of hell-bent on doing. Um... Like, it, there's no, there's nothing that says that we're gonna see a conclusion of this of the season and the playoffs before October gets here. No one knows what the hell's happening with this fucking virus. The, everything changes on a weekly basis. People are not paying attention to like the basic, simple like directives to make sure people don't die. It, it doesn't matter. Like, we won't get to the bottom of this stuff. Until we get there, we have to take this in turn. It's going to take a little while, and it's a big inconvenience, but this is all an inconvenience. So I smartened up, and I actually found the uh, actual lottery odds um, from uh, my, 
from mica um, basically uh, at an effective mass. So this is based on their proposal. So the Rangers would have a 2% chance of drafting ninth. They'd have a 95.5% chance of drafting 13th and a 2.5% chance of drafting 14th. So the highest they could go would be 9. Um, mm. And then the biggest winners of this are the uh, Red Wings and the Senators because Detroit would have 57% chance at number 1, 43% chance at number 2, then Ottawa would have a 13.5% chance at 1, uh, 49.5% chance at 2, 37% chance at 3. But they also have the San Jose Sharks uh, pick so they could end up with a, a really interesting combination of, of picks within, you know, the, the top five. Um, but yeah, Mike, it's just like, I don't know why they're so hellbent on this. And the league makes things so complicated as it is. I can just uh, envision, you know, Gary Bettman sort of playing like the, the role of King Solomon on these, you know, conditional trades. Like, okay, there's the deal. Here's the option that we think is fair. Um, if you don't like it, um, work it out within seven days. And I think like the biggest problem, like with the Rangers have, is like they have it's the trade with, with Carolina, but that pick is not yet spoken for because of like other business that the Carolina had conducted with. Um, Toronto during like the Patrick Marlowe trade so it's just a whole lot of mess and I agree that we don't know if we're going to have the rest of the season it's almost like it would be better if they um, just paused everything as much as they can and if it gets to the point where they can only have the draft and nothing else then have a draft with with you know and no rest of the season and then you're really um, doing everything in your power to make sure next season is as good as possible yeah i mean it's not ideal but guess what we're all out of ideal resolutions those disappeared the second things had to get postponed it's just uh like this is unprecedented of course you know i understand the desire for the league to get some control on things and to try and get their ducks in a row and to have some foresight and all those things are like practical to an extent, right? Like, you can over-plan. And I th feel like making it a memo and making it so that it's out there is pretty short-sighted. And it shows that maybe the NHL isn't really aware of just how serious things might be. Um, but I don't know. All, all of this just makes me feel more annoyed. I'm nodding my head as you speak. <laughs> yeah. I'm just annoyed. We're not. We can't talk about a draft yet. That's the. I'm sorry, folks. I want us to talk about a draft. Lord knows, we can't. No, not yet. It's just jumping the gun. Like, and like you mentioned it before. It's not a. Oh well, the Rangers are getting fucked. Like teams are gonna get fucked. We know it. It it, it yeah. sucks. It like every which way you put this. If the season resumes, teams are going to get screwed. If the season, you know, goes into certain playoff modes teams no matter what happens are getting screwed if it goes to a 2014 playoff guess what it fucking sucks for the teams in first second and third still and if it goes to 18 you know then nine and ten are gonna get screwed and if it doesn't happen at all the teams that invested like 
you know, any team that made this deadline move or whatever, you know, you, you strive towards it. This might be the best year in your window and you just got fucked out of it. It sucks. But it just seems like the goal should be to minimize how much it fucking sucks for everybody. And if you do a draft now and you take away so many things that make the draft essential, which is like trading and maneuvering, and that is so important this year, you're just screwing a lot of people for no reason. And it just feels like you can do better. You're, you know, you're forcing a decision now and I get the pressure to do it, but I don't know. I feel like the best answer is just like, hang on. We just want to do the best option that we have. Like, that's all you have to say. It's not the right thing because it's going to be wrong for someone else, but the best option that you can do, and you're not getting to that yet. So, 1919, there wasn't a Stanley Cup awarded. Do you know why? Spanish fucking flu Spanish epidemic. Spanish flu. I couldn't unmute quick enough. So, I there is some precedence for this. It's crazy. And, of course, the lockout uh, in 2005. So, like, it's not like... The world doesn't stop if we don't have a resolution, if we don't have someone lifting the cup. Like, I want there to be a Stanley Cup champion, but we already know that whatever whatever solution we get is going to come with a giant asterisk attached to it. You know what I mean? It's People will be like, yeah, but that was that cup. You know what I mean? It's, it's not... It's not going to be viewed in the same regard. Like, no matter what we do at this stage. And it just... It's really awful and super unfortunate, and it's the it's just not at all a tragedy compared to what's going on outside of hockey and like in, in the grand scheme of things. So, I again I understand the NHL's desire to try and get a hold up of things and lay down some track for the train that they really want to get you know get rolling again. But we're not ready to start the train. We can't start shoveling coal yet. We gotta wait a little bit more. We have to see what's going on. And it's all well and good to make these, you know, have these discussions behind closed doors, but why, why on earth make it, get it out there? I just, uh, it's like, I know fans are clamoring for, for news and updates, but you can't constantly have these, like, revisions. And, like, remember that plan, last week's plan? Get rid of it. It's no good anymore. Uh, here's the new plan. Like, how many revisions and, you know, amendments are we going to have on things just makes me frustrated yeah i mean i could see why the nhl is looking to have a draft they could be potentially looking at all of the um publicity uh the wnba draft the nfl draft got um you know even i would say they should even be taking some notes of how the nwhl did their draft um and whenever they do decide to have it there there's things that they should try and do differently and if they're not looking at how some of these other leagues um did things then they would be uh you know they'd be pretty uh unsmart um before we uh move on uh to a fun portion of the show which involves a draft so i know you said you wanted to talk about drafts mike so we will uh definitely be able to to do that um any uh other thoughts friends no the idea sucks they shouldn't do it anything else uh, Mikey? i don't know I've, I've already rambled enough it just i under like again i keep saying this i get why they want to do this they just can't do it yet and that's okay it's okay that we don't have good answers folks that's the thing you have to remember 
It's okay if you feel miserable during this time. I know I do. We all, this is just like, all this shit is outside of our control. And that means it's also outside of the NHL's control. We're all just going to do the best that we can do. And we need to be realistic about, you know, what goes on in the world and what we can do. That is also part of this is being responsible. And we have a lot of people who are wondering when they're going to get their jobs back that are dependent on these NHL entities. And, you know, a lot of the solutions we see are really shitty solutions. These furloughs and partial furloughs and people who are just like, you know, they're just left with their dick in their hand. They're screwed. And like, it would be great if we could give them some comfort, but I think the best thing we can do is try and look after each other and be reasonable about what's going on in the world and I don't know, create a couple of uh, safety nets for people so we don't have things spiral even more out of control, but I won't get political. I'll just get ready for a different sort of draft. So on that note, I think now is a perfect spot to put in a break uh, for an ad, and uh, we will be right back. And just like that, we are back from the break, um, and it's time to have some fun. Um, For those who don't know, um, this week SB Nation is doing uh, Marvel Week, Um, so we thought it would be fun to have some sort of element of Marvel on on the podcast. So um, there were a couple of ideas that were um, suggested and then I sort of, you know, kicked them around, um, you know, with Mike and Shana. And uh, what we decided is the three of us are going to pretend that we're, uh, you know, hockey general managers and we are creating a team. You know, we want to have a, you know, five uh, person team, you know, uh, five skaters, one goaltender. Um, and, you know, just sort of have some fun with it. It's going to be, you know, kind of wacky and zany. And we did a um, random generator to see who would pick first, second, and third. And the way the uh, the lottery balls, if you will, came up was Mike with the first pick, myself with the second pick, uh, and Shayna with the third pick. So wow, wow, wow! Now, like the, patri- the patriarchy at work to me, Tom. Wow. Uh, Do we wait? Are we snaking? Is it going to go back and forth, or is it just? Oh like shit! Are we snaking? We probably should, right? I mean, yeah, we probably should have talked about this before we started, but I'm okay I don't like it. that we're sneaking, but that's the fair thing to do. I mean, we don't have to sneak. No, I can we just go fuck sneak. myself. What do I Honestly, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need any advantages. My team's going to be god-awful no matter what, so. Well, how big, of a, how big into the MCU were you two? Because I, before all the Marvel movies came out, I was already... A, a like lapsed comic book nerd and Mm. ironically before this started i think last weekend all i really did was read comics 
I just stayed in bed and read comics like a sad boy. So I barely read any comics as a kid. Like, I've read a couple. um, You guys were too cool. Some of, like, the Batman graphic novels, but that's about it. Um, So. What do I look like? A fucking nerd to you guys? No, I'm just kidding. I just didn't read them. But I have seen a good handful of movies. I would say I'm probably hovering around like 75%. But there are some like I've missed along the way that I've been like trying to get back. I I think there's 21 of them now. Can you believe that shit? That's a lot. Okay, maybe I've seen more than 75%. I don't know. I, I just caught up on like I saw Endgame like maybe two weeks ago. So that was something, because I, I hadn't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah. But I'm I ready. Mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a good amount. Um, so, uh, Mike, you are on the clock with the, the first overall pick. Uh, with the first overall pick, I take Captain Marvel. Fucker. She is, she is one by far the most powerful in the MCU, which isn't necessarily the case in the comics proper. But she is, like, lightning fast... She's incredibly strong. She can punch Thanos and get punched by Thanos, and she's like, whatever. Um, like, when things fell to shit, and she's like, yeah, you guys try and take care of Earth, I'll take care of the rest of the known universe. So yeah, she's gonna be my center. Uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, boom. boom da boom da boom Yeah, so I was, I was, I'm glad that you answered that question. I was we should, say, so what- by the way, we should clarify, like, we, this is a hockey rink with limitations, but, like, like it can support, like, the Hulk's weight. But we're not saying, like, they have to play hockey. Like, they can't... It, this isn't, like, a death match between all of them. Like, uh... Right. Yeah. They can so use like their the, powers within the scopes of hockey. Kind of a deal. Yeah, exactly. And we're sort of suspending a little bit of disbelief, because, like, just like in the real NHL, there are some things the refs, you know, don't see. So, like, you know, if, uh... You know, someone were to like draft Hulk or, or rather Thor and out of nowhere, you know, Mjolnir just like knocks someone up on the head. Like, you know, you know, who's who's to say if, you know, the referee is going to yeah, see that? Yeah, it's fair game. Or if, you know, like Loki does some chicanery, like, yeah, that's what Loki does if he does it within the scope of hockey. All right. So I'm on the clock. Um, Shayna it, picks last. Is it because she's a girl? You Tom? better not take my pick, Tom. So, in fairness to me, I screen recorded the process of the randomization of the draft. So I trust you you implicitly because you are a kind soul, but I'm still going to give you shit because I am not a kind soul. (laughs) I'll I'll take it. It's fine. I I understand. Uh, And I only did it once, Mike, because I did not want to have it where I you know came up first and then there'd be like, oh man, you know. Tom probably tried tried to fix it for himself. Um, yeah, but if I was trying to avoid detection, I would have made myself the second pick. Mm. With uh, the number two <laughs> overall pick, uh, we're proud to select uh, from Sokovia, Wanda Ooh. Maximoff, a.k.a. God Scarlet damn Witch. God damn it. You both hate women and you're picking both of them. God damn it. I hate women. They're the worst. I do not hate women. I hate you both. Like, I thought for sure, I'm like, I have her on lock. She was my first pick. God damn it. I mean, 
I saw a couple of weeks ago, like, I forget which site was doing it, like, those things, like, oh, we'll, gi- yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give you $15, and she was, like, a $2 pick, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, other- So underappreciated. Like, She's outside wildly of- powerful. Yeah, she, and, and a badass. God damn so, it. So, I am, like, Mike, um... I'm drafting her as a center because I feel like, you know, she is sort of one with, uh, you know, the universe and she sees all and she's able to just sort of, uh, you know, bring everything together and she's really powerful and that's kind of what you want out of a center. Hmm. Yeah, the rough definition of her powers is she has the ability to alter reality with magic, which I would consider to be pretty good for hockey. Anyway, Shana, who are you going to pick? Some dumb boy? I am picking Spider-Man as my number one center. And I I envision him to be just like Connor McDavid because he's so fast and quick and evasive. And think of Connor McDavid's goal against the Leafs where he, like, breaks Maureen Riley's ankles. That's what he's going to do to you every single shift because he's so quick. He's so smart. He anticipates what to do. He can fly past everyone. And if not, he'll propel himself by, you know, throwing some web out there to fling himself forward. Or to cover the puck up, and it's not using a hand, so it's not a penalty. There's a reason hmm. that he was picked by Stark, because he's brilliant. Everyone knows he's going to be the smartest out there. And you need players who are not just super skilled and powerful, but smart. And he's exactly that. Also, I bet webs will be hard to see against ice. That's a good point. I mean? And also, he's young. And we hate players that are past our prime. Yeah, he's past their the prime, country. not our prime. Past their prime. So, I go for the young guns. Team North America. So you pick again because it's Snake Shana. Fuck, I don't know who the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All my picks are taken. Okay, please hold. I'm on the clock. I don't know if you hear Zook in the background, but she's pissed. For me. Tom, aren't women the worst? I'm going to smack the crap out of both of you. <laughs> I went for the most powerful being in the known universe. That's a good guy. There's a bad guy that I won't draft because my team will not be evil. Alright, I got it. Now you guys might question my decision here. Hmm. You know what? I'm questioning my own decision here. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a confident GM. I'm picking Thor. Not only because he looks good. But yeah, he also he's can play delicious. well. He's going to look good in both ways on the ice. He is going to be a great right-handed defenseman, which we all know in the league is something hard to come by. Everybody wants that coveted right-handed defenseman. And I'm going to view him to be like Victor Hedman. He's going to be skilled. He's super strong. He can beat the shit out of you. But his strength does not come at the cost of his smarts and skill. And also, He'll beat the crap out of you with your with this hockey stick if you get in his way, and you know who doesn't want that. So there you go. I pick Thor. Suck it. He also he also comes from a culture with a lot of hockey history. Yeah, he comes from a culture of a lot of hockey history. Actually, I'll be honest with you guys, Thor. That's like the spinoff. Never saw any of them. I will, but I haven't yet. Chris Hemsworth is really dreamy. So is he is. So is Liam. They both are. It's always nice to find out. Like, oh, there's a hot one. Oh, there's a hot two. Even yeah. better. Genetics, man. Yeah. Okay, Mike, your pick. That was it, Tom? Snaking. So now it goes back to you. You were two. No, I was no. one. Tom was two. 
Oh, shit. Never mind. Tom, go steal another one of my picks. Sure. So, I think we all know in hockey, you know, that chemistry is um, very important. And I think that the chemistry between a center and a winger is very important. So, with my second overall pick, I'm picking someone that has really good chemistry with uh, Scarlet Witch. And I am picking Vision. Ooh, you smart son of a bitch. And Vision will be my starting uh, right wing. I was going to pick Vision. Now I feel sad. I like that pick, Tom. You're a clever little mongoose. So now I pick back to back? That's correct. Alright, I'm immediately going to go for a shock pick here. Um, I want a goalie. And there's a lot of ways I could go with a goalie here. I could go for Ant-Man who can turn himself giant to the point where he would block the net entirely. And you know what? I still might do that. Who knows? But I want one of my favorite characters in the MCU and also in mythology. And that's Heimdall. Uh, He is the guardian of the Bifrost, which is the bridge to Asgard. And what are his powers? Other than, you know, super strength and all that shit. Like, you know, everything gods normally have. He sees everything and therefore knows everything. I can't think of a better attribute for a goalie than being able to literally see fucking everything. So, Mike's going to take Heimdall. Um, So there we go. Another Asgardian off the board. And then for my next pick... I mean, Hulk is still on the board, folks. But can you control him? Do you even need to control him? I don't think you want him in control. Not really. Just give him the puck and let him kill people. What referee's going to call a penalty on the Hulk? I pick Hulk. I'll play him wherever he wants to play. I'll let him make that choice. I'm scared of him. He's stronger than me. And if we're ever losing, he gets angry. The angrier he is, the stronger he is. He's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So there you go. I have Captain Marvel, Heimdall, and Hulk as my first three. So, it means I'm on the clock. um, And I think I'm going to go with uh, a defender here. I really want a vision, Tom. I hate you. Well, I'm sorry, Mike. I, I... I guess I just had, you know, to vis- the vision to pick him where I did. Because oh! his name is Vision, motherfuckers! <laughs> so, I'm going to take a defender here, and I can't think of any better defender than Captain America. He's got a shield, can block pucks, um, you know, very uh, willing <laughs> to put themselves out there. Uh, for the greater good. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Captain America. I think that's a trap pick, Tom. That's a trap pick. All right. M- maybe. You, you want me to tell you why? Why? Because he spent, like, 50 years trapped by ice, and now you're going to put him back on ice? It's a trap pick, son. It's not a, you know, I, n- I didn't play yourself! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Shayna yeah. is up. You gotta I'm pick two in a picking. row again, Shana. Hmm? You gotta pick two in a row again. You and I have to do this no. back-to-back thing. It's a lot of pressure. 
a lot of pressure. I'm going to pick Black Widow. She is tough as nails, is skilled, can fight, um, and she'll sacrifice anything. She'll sacrifice oh, it all man. to win. And also, she knows how to communicate with everyone, which is super important when you're on a team. And she can also get Bruce Banner to calm the fuck down. So, you know, that's Ooh. not really good when he's trying to go Hulk mode. You just metagamed me. And my other pick. Maybe I'll pick a Cliff to metagame her. <laughs> <laughs> You get it? Because she died by falling off a cliff. Yeah, I friggin' know. Spoilers, uh, in case anyone didn't know. So she's going to be a winger for me. So I have a center, a winger, and a defenseman. Um, hmm. 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 This is so in much goal. better than I thought it was going to be. In goal. I'm picking Tony Stark because I think he has so many different tools and contraptions which could help him. He has like super fast reflexes with that, you know. It, it definitely helps to have the edge of the Iron Man suit. And he's super smart and weird, which you need to be to be a goaltender. Yeah. And um, he has great chemistry with Spider-Man. I think they have great communication. They're going to be like the foundational blocks. Like, you know, it's not bad to have a veteran goalie. And I think I think he could be just that, you know? I think he knows how to do a lot. And what he doesn't know how to do, he figures out and builds and becomes better than everyone else. So I'm confident in my pick. Thank you. Next. That was a really good pick, and I was kind of hoping that uh, he'd stay on the board a little bit longer, although I'm kind of surprised he lasted this long. Um, so... With my next pick, uh, I'm staying with the concept of chemistry, and I'm going to pick another uh, defenseman. And uh, I'm proud to select uh, from uh, from Brooklyn, uh, Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier. From Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I respect that pick, Tom. I mean, at least he didn't wasn't frozen by ice. He was just captured by Russians. Um... So Tom takes the Winter Soldier. I'm just I'm writing all these down just so folks are aware. Yeah, um, I got a little list too that I'll recap at the end. Huh. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I, I muttered this while Shana was picking. This is already a lot more thought-provoking and tricksy than I thought it might be. Like, we have to go through 18 of these heroes because. There's three of us, and we have to pick six times each. That's called math. Uh, There's a lot of big names on the board. There are a lot of big old names on the board, but what's fucking Doctor Strange going to do playing hockey? That's what I want to know. Um, Very cerebral player. Well, isn't David Quinn coaching the Rangers? Hey! Must be that money. Um, Let's see. You know what? I want a shutdown defender, and what better definition of shutdown is there than someone who eradicated half the life, half of life in the universe? Um, like you want to talk about your Jacob Slavens of the world or your shutdown centers, like your your Couturiers and Bergerons? How about Thanos? 
Is he going to act in his own self-interest? Of course he is. Do I care? Not terribly. Uh, because I pretty much have the only two people who could stand up to him in a fight. So, if he gets out of hand, <laughs> I'll handle it. I take Thanos as a defender, or again, uh, pretty much wherever he wants to play. So I have Captain Marvel at center, I have Heimdall and Gull, and Hulk and Thanos on D. I mean, things look good. Now I gotta pick my next pick. Oh. Tom, why'd you take the vision? You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I won't make the same joke twice, but I had a, I had a thought behind it. It was it was very smart because he was my one of my aces and like an ace in the hole for me. Ah oh, man. So I don't know. I'm I'm very conflicted here because in the in the MCU, Quicksilver is not that great, but super speed sounds good. Mm-hmm. But you have Scarlet Witch. And he's super protective of his sister, so he won't even show up to play against you. Can't have that shit. Hmm. I'm on the clock right now, folks. This is called choking. You're thinking about it. Yeah. I need a Ford. <laughs> oh my god. So just sort of think through it, you know, like forward scoring goals, uh, you know, good accuracy. I don't want um, fucking Hawkeye, Tom. I know what you're suggesting. He's just some dude. Well, I, it's not who I had in mind, but he's just some dude. I'm going to go with just because I think, you know what? Shayna has so much powerful magic on her side with Scarlet Witch. I think I need Doctor Strange. He can, if nothing else, he'll be a brilliant player coach. Uh, remember, like, he did a thousand equations or whatever to figure out what the scenario was where they win? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's no spring chicken, but he's my boy. He's my old my old buzzard. I'll take Doctor Strange, so I take Thanos and Doctor Strange. So now I'm sort of... I don't know what I want to do here. I don't know if I want to grab the goalie here. I want to grab my other winger, because um, I feel like it could go. Shana, did you of... pick your goalie yet? Did you? Oh, you said Iron Man was your goalie, right? Yes. Okay. I I'm need sorry. a defenseman and a winger. Yeah. So, I think for this, um, I'm going to pick someone that has a lot of firepower. They're undersized, but that really doesn't matter in this sport. And their name is uh, it's a popular uh, hockey nickname. So for my pick on wing, I'm gonna pick Rocket. You're gonna take Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> I'm gonna take Rocket Raccoon. That's adorable. It was oh. I was I was thinking between Rocket Raccoon or if I wanted to go for like a power forward, I could have gone with Drax, but. He's not the smartest guy, and I, he kind of like might you know, you know, get distracted easily, and you know, take a lot of bad penalties. And I don't really need that when I'm playing hockey. That's true. Um, 
You finish your draft here, Shana. You pick two, and then you're done, so. Yeah. Hmm. Was Ant-Man taken? He wasn't. I thought okay. about it, but I didn't take Ant-Man. Okay, then yes, I'm taking him. Fuck. He's going to be a winger <laughs> for me. He is one of those super cerebral players. That was my goalie. Oh, I see. I see where you're going with that, but no, no. My vibe is he's a winger. Can't wait he's on the goalie, Tom. He's this scrappy player. He's not a good skater, not a great skater. He's like, you know, he's an okay skater, but he's a little bit sloppy in how he plays, but he gets the job done because he's so friggin' smart and everyone underestimates him always, you know? He'll go to the front of the net, get big if he needs. He can dish it and take it. He can skate with it. It just, you underestimate him because he doesn't always look as put together as he truly is. So, that's my pick. And my final pick, which is a left-handed defenseman to pair up with Thor, is going to be... Um, see, this is, this, is where, this is where I'm a little bit stuck on. I took an eternity, so you take your sweet time. Hmm. Fuck, what am I going to do now? I'm so Yeah, this is, this is a tough one. I think the issue is, like, I haven't seen as much. Yeah, so you have like, a smaller pool. Okay. Okay. I'm Well, picking. there's a bunch of Guardians of the Galaxy still left. I was, I was going that direction, and then I went Ant-Man. Okay, on defense, at left D, I think he's, he's for sure going to have an A, potential captain right here. Ooh. I think I think actually Spider Man gets the C and then like this player gets the A and he's like the trusty alternate captain the whole way through, leading from the blue line. I'm picking Black Panther. I think he's skillful. I think he can be evasive. I think he's smart and I think I think he has like all the makings of a great player. So he's gonna be partnered with Thor as this like blue line that you don't wanna play against. And up front you have Black Widow uh, Spider-Man and Ant-Man all backstopped by Tony Stark. Sounds like a pretty good team to me. That's what I'm going with. I mean, he defends all of Wakanda, so he, exactly. should, be able to, he should be able to defend a couple, couple forwards. A couple forwards. Yeah. You know, you like I like the leadership aspect, too. Man, I am... I don't know what I want to do here. <laughs> like, I, I didn't think this would be as hard. Um, yeah, this legitimately stressed me out, and it, it's kind of sad, but I don't really care anymore. I love it. So, like, I have a couple of things that I'm sort of thinking through um, that I could defend it either way because, like, I could take sort of Shayna's um, sort of methodology in terms of someone with a suit and I could pick War Machine but I don't want to do that I could go with someone who is you know very sturdy um, but they're they're not very mobile in Groot but I don't think I want to do that um, so I think what I'm going to do is this is uh, an individual who they're they're a trained assassin and 
you know, they're very, uh, they're out to prove themselves for who they are and, and not, you know, anything with their past, um, you know, can have a bit of a hot temper, which you want to have, uh, in, in a goaltender. Um, I'm going to go with Gamora as my goaltender. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it's, I was trying to think, like, it, it, there's a couple other options, but I, I, I think I like Gamora. And, you know, this is a mythical thing, so we could always switch positions if we had to. Um, yeah, so, yeah. In a pinch, you could. So it's up to me, the last pick of the draft. I have Captain Marvel at center. I got Heimdall in net. I got Hulk and Thanos on D, which is obviously the best D of everyone. Let's be honest with ourselves. Then I have Doctor Strange. So I have Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel. And now I need that missing piece. Hmm... Like, I can't... I already have fucking Thanos. I can't have Loki. I can't... That's so much chaos in my locker room. I can't... Too much. That. That's too much. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of chaos. Um, and let's be honest. No one wants to be Falcon. He's just a guy with some wings. Star-Lord's a piece of crap. He doesn't do anything. He just dances really well. Um, I don't hate Drax. I know this is riveting podcast entertainment, folks. Thanks for bearing with me. Um, I need someone powerful. I don't feel like we have some powerful folk out there. Are there any other Guardians I can take? Uh, no, Loki. Odin's old as shit. <laughs> he's he's no good to me. He's only got one eye in his head. Um, you know what? Just because he's a he's a goddamn gamer and he'll take on anyone, and he has enough backup on this team to do it, I'll take Drax the Destroyer. Um, cause he can, he's willing to fight fucking anyone when he's shit-faced drunk. And, like, if stuff gets out of hand, he has the Hulk and Thanos behind him. And I like that. So, I'll add even more muscle and say, I'll take Drax the Destroyer. So there you go. Alright, so to recap the order of the draft... We had number one overall, Captain Marvel. Number two overall, uh, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff. Number three overall, Spider-Man. Four, Thor. Five, Vision. Six, Heimdall. Seven, Hulk. Eight, Captain America. Nine, Black Widow. Ten, Iron Man. Eleven, Bucky Barnes. Twelve, Thanos. Thirteen, Doctor Strange. Fourteen, Rocket. Fifteen, Ant-Man. 16 Black Panther, 17 Gamora, and 18 Drax. So, of the characters that weren't selected, is there anyone, Mike, that you thought was going to be taken? 
Well, I think you have War Machine Iron Man. It's like instant chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little surprised there. Not a lot of bad guys went. Um, for instance, Dormammu is technically the most powerful being in the MCU. He's like, you know, he's ancient evil, but I think he's like, how do you even get him into a hockey rink? <laughs> um, like no one took Ultron, which makes sense. Um, not a lot of the, like the Guardians all went late, it seems, um, which kind of makes sense because, you know, not a lot of heavy, heavy hitters on the Guardians outside of Gamora. She's probably like the toughest and strongest. I was surprised Rocket went. Um, I was surprised Quicksilver didn't go. But like, you know, like, uh, in, I know you didn't see all the Thor movies, Shana, but like Hela is the Norse god of death. Kate Blanchett played her in the no, movie. No, 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 I know who she is. I know who she is. I saw a couple minutes of that a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, she reminds me of Melissa Finn. And which was like, who's Melissa Finn? And I was like, I forgot. You were deprived as a child. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there were a couple of, of, like, kind of powerful folks, but all the big-name people went. Like, uh, of the core Avengers team, Hawkeye didn't go, and people might think, like, he's super accurate but I think the problem with characters like Hawkeye and Black Widow for something like this is that they're just people like they don't have superpowers so like if the Hulk body checks Black Widow or Hawkeye you know just there's just going to be a paste left against the boards so they have to depend on being nimble little jungle cats it's a good point um I know that um, Shayna's going to have something that she wants to do after this, um, but if I guess we could just sort of each say, you know, what was our favorite um, movie and who was our favorite character um, of the uh, the MCU movies? Starting with you, Mike. Um, well, I've missed quite a few of them, so that kind of hurts me here. Like, I still haven't seen, like, Captain Marvel and I didn't see any of the Thor movies, and I didn't see Black Panther yet, and, um, because, see, I don't really understand what time is to see movies and crap as much (laughs) as I'd like to during the season, because every night when I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed, I'm like, I'm not gonna start a movie now, I'm going to bed, but then I just binge watch, like, a bunch of TV shows, so, in theory, I could watch movies, but I just don't, but I digress, so, based on my limited knowledge... I mean, I think I think Iron Man one was like absolutely positively sick. Like, I, I enjoyed everything about it, and um, I really vibe with the new Spider-Man movies. Like, I like Tom Holland and Zendaya a lot, and also like Marissa Tomei is in them, and yeah. So, those are very good. And did you have a favorite character? Um. Well, in Iron Man, I think that Tony Stark is a cocky prick and I love everything about him, so there's that. And in Spider-Man, Zendaya. Like, I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but Zendaya is, like, my favorite as MJ in it. So, yeah. Mike? So, I'm limiting this to the MCU. Um, So, my favorite movie is kind of hard to say, but I I would... my gut tells me Thor Ragnarok. I love Taika Waititi. 
Um, I don't know if either of you have seen Jojo Rabbit, but it's amazing. and uh, Great movie. Very uh, so interesting. Good. And uh, I love... I love the... Like, the Marvel movies are great because they sprinkle in humor without it being too distracting at times. Sometimes it goes overboard. But, like, um, I think they did a great job, uh, particularly with that movie where it was really fun. Like, I, my heart told me to draft Korg. Um, in this draft, Tom, but I, I just couldn't. With my last pick, I almost drafted Korg, but I, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> and uh, that's probably my favorite movie. Just It's just so fucking fun. Like, Jeff Goldblum's amazing in it. Chris Hemsworth is great in it. Um, like, everything about the movie is, is just so goddamn entertaining. And in terms of favorite character, I think... Like, as a kid, I loved Captain America. Um, but, like, my favorite character, just in terms of, like, I have an unreasonable uh, affinity towards him is probably Heimdall. I just think Heimdall is a badass character, and I love the way that Idris Elba played his character. So, um, I mean, I, I love Racket Raccoon. Um, I just thought really fun um, character and just makes me laugh. Um it's hard for, and I mean, love Iron Man too, but I, I think that's like a really popular pick. I just remember seeing the, the first Iron Man movie when it came out and just leaving the theater and thinking to myself like, wow, this, this was really cool. Um, having, you know, no knowledge of Iron Man going into it and just knowing that like Robert Downey Jr. as an actor really hadn't been in much prior to that. Um, and, uh, just how everything sort of played out. It was, you know, very satisfied. Um, I would say that one of my favorite movies, um, I would have to say um, Captain America Civil War. Just sort of the, the storytelling of it. Obviously, the introduction of Spider-Man um, and sort of the um, the internal struggle between, you know, the various people and obviously how it ends and, and, and all of that. Um but yeah, it's, there's a lot of, I haven't seen a lot of them too. Um, like I haven't seen all of the Thor movies. Um, and I think I've not I've seen, seen them all because I don't have a life. Well, I mean, I think like there's things that I'm trying to think what else I haven't seen. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a good, you know, series and it's certainly something, um, if you're someone listening and if you are listening, well, maybe you shouldn't be listening because we don't want to spoil anything. Um, but even if you're someone who has watched them and you want to rewatch them, you know, a lot of them are on Disney plus there's a few on Netflix and a few on other streaming services. Um, but Shana, I think you had something fun that you wanted to do to end the show. You wanted to throw some uh, monkey wrenches into the, the operation. Yes. So, there's this fun game that we like to play at this little podcast called Too Many Men. And it's called Fuck Mary Kill. So Oh boy. I got one. We'll do just one. And obscene to me. we'll keep it Rangers related. So Fuck Mary Kill. The Rangers play. Now you can say their potential, their current play, so on and so forth. Their play, shorthanded. On the power play. And in a six on five. Go. <laughs> oh no. 
So it's power play, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. penalty kill, mm-hmm. and... With the extra attacker? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Think of the, the Rangers team this year. Where are you going with it? Mm, I only I only want to fucking marry one of those things. Um, oh god! I will I'll marry the power play. Um, just because when it was good, it was so good, and we can build a stable relationship on on little things like the promise that Capo Caco showed. And Zibenajad's delicious release, and Panarin essentially pulling rabbits out of hats, and D'Angelo being, even though it pains me that you know Jacob Truba and his giant price tag aren't a part of how delicious it is, we don't have to think about that in this marriage. This marriage is going to be built on strength together, uh, being stronger together, <laughs> because that's what we need in these dire times. Um, and then uh, I guess I'll bang the extra skater just because you know not every bang ends with a really good climax at least it's going to go by fast and no one's going to get hurt and (laughs) you know what everyone's putting in their best effort most of the time sometimes you put the thing into the wrong hole. I don't know. I'm out of jokes. Um, get it? Because your net's empty. Uh, and then <laughs> kill the penalty kill. Because watching the Rangers kill penalties has made me want to rub my face against a cheese grater for the past 20 years of my life. So, I kind of th- I think I have the same answers. Uh, kill the penalty kill because yeah. it's... Uh, very um, it's very hard to watch <laughs> and yeah I just want it out of my life why is Mark uh, Stahl out there yeah marry, marry the power play because you know it's something that can develop over time and it's something that you're going to have a lot of ups you're going to have a lot of downs but you know in, in a good marriage you know everything will be out be okay uh, in the long run uh, and then yeah fuck the six on five um, you know uh, you know, good to have an extra set of hands. Hmm. Ooh, Tom. Interesting. What about you, Shana? I would marry the power play. Yeah. Um, though I don't think it's the perfect partner, I think that it has potential with a few minor tweaks to really improve it. And when you're marrying someone, you're not marrying someone perfect. You're looking to grow together. And I think there's yeah. room for growth. I am killing the six on five, actually, because it legitimately gives me anxiety. And though this team (laughs) has been better in those situations in like the last two seasons, I think the David Quinn trademark that he has left on the New York Rangers to this point is their resiliency, something that we hadn't seen before. And while there's defensive issues and so on and so forth, they're better in the final moments of play than they have been in years past. And they are more productive and have actually had chances to come back. However, I'm killing it because you're missing a key piece of the team while you're in a six on five and that's a goaltender and we know that's what the Rangers truly need to survive, which means I'm fucking the penalty kill. And I like penalty kills. 
I love power kills. There's so much potential. And looking at this team, I know there is totally potential to have an okay penalty kill. I don't think that there's potential to have a great one, to be honest. Right now, I think that they need a couple, a little bit more to get there. But you see the glimpses from things that Foss can do and Mika Zibanejad. And if you could give Adam Fox maybe like a minute on the penalty kill, things could happen. But if not, you could just throw a bag over its head and call it a day. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I got. And I will try to think of these for whenever I come back. Yeah. I mean, you're you're more than welcome to, to join us anytime you yeah. want oh on, God, on the podcast. So much, um, is there you anything have an open else? Invitation that goes without saying. Joe, on the other hand, is not welcome back here. Yeah, Joe is a well. Um, Joe doesn't show us pictures of Wizardy. Um, he doesn't talk to us. Um, he claims that Wizardy is now with his parents. When I asked to see Wizardy again recently, what sort of a cop out is that? That frog's been dead for fucking days. Yeah, it's uh, I call bullshit because, you know, he could have, you know, someone take a picture of the frog. I mean, granted, you know, we could it could be an old photo, but, you know, not even going through the effort to keep the ruse uh, afoot. Hold a newspaper against it. That's what I would do. Is there anything else uh, either of you would like to talk about before I read the names of our lovely patrons? No, that's all I got. Stay healthy, stay safe. Subscribe. What, like on Twitter. Like your on favorite Facebook. Variety of goldfish. I like I, I like the regular ones the best, honestly. I think it's like the classic. I hate the pretzel ones. They're not good. I like pizza. I like the pizza goldfish. Yeah, I like re- regular and pizza. And don't you show me the other kinds. They don't exist in my heart. I mean I think the sour cream and onion ones are pretty good. I haven't had you know, those, to be fair. It's like, uh, it's almost like if you took like, a, it's like a cracker and a sour cream and onion chip and you put them in a room and laid it a little bit and they had a baby and, uh, had a baby. Shana, tell us about your presentation for ISIL hack. Um, well, I'm going to make an ass of myself for 20 minutes on Saturday talking about contract evaluation and oh, how to better inform your shit talking about contracts that sounds fascinating i, I mean like it. contracts are something that i think uh there's a lot of plot of lot to talk about yes i mean i think especially more important now given all the uncertainty of uh the season and what could happen with teams trying to sign free agents or or moving out bodies um so how can people uh, participate? Um, there is... It's circulating on Twitter. If you follow at Alyssa Tweeting, she's incredible. And she is putting all this together. And I believe it might be her pinned tweet. I might be wrong. But you can find ways to, I think, register to watch it. I'm pretty sure it'll be streamed through YouTube or something like that. So, like, anyone who wants to can see it. And... The beauty I'll be on is... the women's hockey panel, actually. Supposedly. Oh, yes. There's also that. And the beauty of it is, since you are not sitting there, you can just pause and mute it when I speak and then carry on to the next one. Hooray. Don't oh, say that. Shana. I'm just kidding. I'm just very frazzled and disorganized. And um, 
I'm trying to get it together. This is like new for me. I haven't put together a presentation since I was in grad school and like, um, yeah, I, I'm like doing it. I'm like, oh yeah. It's well, the good thing is it's only Tuesday, so you still have time. Yes. You you helped me put together my Ritzek presentation, and I'm a bit a hundred times yeah, bigger did. disaster than you are. You presented so it for me over Skype and all. Maybe I should make you do that for me. Yeah, I'll do that for you this weekend. Okay. Well, thanks. Remember so much. how awkward I was and how I. I oh, it was so like, funny. You were like yeah. you were like I have to stand. <laughs> yeah, I had well, I had to sit. I have to stand and make it like a, like it's a thing. I think I was wearing like a dress shirt and a tie and gym shorts. Yep. I forget. It was a disaster. It was. But great. guess what? I did it. It was a fantastic so. presentation. If you haven't, go back and find it. You can find it on YouTube and you can find the slides. I think they're on Hockey Graph somewhere. Um, with all the presentations, it was all about women's hockey and the lack of data and how far they've come and how far they still have to go, which Mike is constantly doing. So definitely go back and look at that because we need good work on women's hockey and Mike is one of the people constantly doing that I mean it just makes me wonder why you didn't get to draft Captain Marvel Shana I am going to kick you in the <laughs> shank <man. laughs> uh, everyone drafted a strong woman in the first round except for Shayna that's all I'm going to say I drafted a strong woman on my team I don't want to talk about it and I am a woman running a team so right there that's revolutionary it's true I actually think we all picked pretty good teams. I think I'll make it a poll. I want to see who people thought has the best team. Just because and I anyone that doesn't pick me, I'll like talk shit to you endlessly. Well, you had such a good late pick with Black Panther. Yeah, I did. That I did and, have. And Tom, Tom took Scarlet Witch and Vision, so he has love. And then he has Captain America, so he has heart. Tom has like a feel good, and then he has. Fucking Bucky, Winter Soldier, Captain America's BFF. And then he just has Rocket Raccoon. Just <laughs> he's just a, there. Yeah, he's just, he sh- he's there too, kind of a deal. It's Tom's he's team. He's the hired is, gun. Yeah, Tom's team is. I just realized how lovable Tom's team is compared to mine. My team's a bunch of fucking mercenaries. Tom is, has a team you can root for. I have a team that will leave the other team with in body bags. So uh, on that note, I'm going to read the name of our, our lovely patrons. Um, thank you uh, for everyone who continues to uh, listen to the podcast. And uh, those who are patrons, um, you should not have been charged for May on Patreon. If you were for some reason, feel free to uh, DM me on Twitter. Um, but like we've said, uh, once uh, hockey is back or once we have some sort of uh, normalcy with um, what's going on, we will... Uh, be happy to take your money again. Uh, but for now, uh, Adam Naholik, Aiden Gaspar, Amriel Kistner, Andre Chicagoff, Andy White, Anthony McHale, Anthony Viola, Arch Williams, Beezer, Ben Pierney, Bjarner Osterheim, Bob Kawa, Bobby Callahan, Captain America, Chris Abibi, Chris Lucas, Chris Marco Trigiano, Clark Carroll, Clay Lachlan, Daniel Jazen, David L. Singer, Enver Leeson, Eric Cohn, Eric Carlson, Fancy Lawrence, Frank Menino, George Lippman, Goth Tom 2020, Igor Zavlosky, James Dangles, Jamie Bussell, Jeff Owen, Jermaine Francis, John Prezapelski, John Reppy, Jordan Sassone, Justin Walsh, Keith Franchillo, Kevin Mead, Kush Tastic, Kyle Napolitano, Matt Bader, Matthias Olson, Michael Alsante, Michael Kanek, Michael Marcus, Michael Silvers, Nikolai Hoffman, Panarin 2020, 
Patrick Landolt, Perennial Powerhouse, Russ Vent, Sammy Vogel Seidenberg, Sean, Stieg Bjalbeck, Stink Flamen, Tall Guy Rob, The Ninja's Ninja, The Tin Man, Tori from Manhattan, and Trevor Kempner. Um, thank you so much, Shana, for joining the show this week. Uh, Yay, we're Shana. glad to have you. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We'll definitely uh, have to have you on again, um, you know, soon. And, uh, you know, congrats then for, for you and Allison and Sarah, all the great work that you did uh, with uh, the tournament. Uh, it, it's really inspiring to, you know, see the amount of money you raised. And it's something that's going to help a lot of people. So uh, definitely kudos for that. Thank you. And stop listening to this podcast and listen to Too Many Men. It's a real hockey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're not, you should be. Uh, it's it's a great listen you're to. You're blowing it. Uh, it's, uh, it's hilarious. And, Thanks, uh, friends. Mike, thank you as always uh, for, for joining me. And uh, too, we will uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.